0: i'm phil vecchio
1: and i'm janelle vecchio
0: and we are here recording on the couch the l-shaped couch
1: well it's not really l-shaped
0: it is but we have like a weird choice that we've made
1: (sighs) yeah we've talked about this before
0: but but we're still there you like the weird gap so it's like an l-shaped couch but it can separate into two parts and we've kind of kept it separated, so there's a little gap, and we kind of seem to like it that way,
1: especially for recording.
0: It is. It's nice. It's I don't know. It's weird, but then I like because I can stretch out and kick my feet across. It's like a, you know, footrest as well. I don't know.
1: But sometimes you kick your foot on the little bracket that holds the couch together. No,
0: so there's that. But overall, I feel like the advantages outweigh the negatives. Or disadvantages, as it were. All right. Well, anyway, we're on the couch. We're here joined with you, dear listeners. We're excited to get talking about the show. And we're going to jump right into the news. And now the news.
1: If you can, do us a huge favor. And you can rate and review us on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on on. It would be fantastic. You can write to us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com You can follow our Facebook group at show, and you can also follow us on Instagram at show.
0: Lots of other stuff, but one of the other things don't forget to mention is our fountain. How's our fountain? What's our stat stats?
1: Our what are we stat looking at? stats are... As follows, 4,152, no, I'm sorry, 4,166 sets.
0: And what and is that, that in cents? And that is
1: out to $1.75.
0: that's definitely gone up since last time.
1: We have 72 supporters, which I think is what we had last week.
0: Maybe that went up one, though.
1: And we have a new comment from Do.
0: Ooh, the Dystopian Electronic Workshop.
1: And it says, guess I need to start getting the workshop cleaned up for visitors. That's
0: right, because we're coming out in February to the workshop to see it in person.
1: Very soon.
0: Very soon. We're very excited about that. And, yes, get it. I mean, I I think a part of the Dystopian Electronics Workshop aesthetic is that it is a little, you know, dystopian. So, you don't have to clean it up too much. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, maybe enough that we could walk in and look at it. Yeah, I don't know. we
1: want it to have that dystopian feel.
0: It's true. I want to feel like I'm walking into Mad Max. Yeah. Or that's more deserty though. I am Maybe li- Brazil?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little um, unsure because we haven't taken... I won't say which value airline we're going on, but we haven't done the whole uh, just bringing a personal item... In a while. In a long time. Yeah. And uh, I have since watched a lot of TikTok, and I'm hoping none of those things happen, but it was just too good of a deal.
0: Yeah, that's what made it so that this was a practical thing to do, because it was cheap. Over a
1: weekend, yeah. So, so
0: hopefully that goes well, but we're excited to see that as well. Hopefully
1: we don't have a fight segment, or maybe we want a fight segment.
0: Mm, we don't want. So we'll take, <laughs> I'm not afraid. I'm not like I'm happy to capitalize it on if it happens, but I don't want to like seek it out. You know, that's right. All it's a. A a side benefit if it happens, not something I'm looking for. Yes. Well, thank you for your support, do. And go check out Dystopian Electronics Workshop on YouTube, everyone. And if you want to follow us on Fountain or any of those other places, you can give us boosts, you can give us likes, you can give us comments or reviews or anything like that. There's lots of stuff you can do that doesn't cost any money that might just take a moment of your time.
1: Yeah. So we would appreciate. appreciate it.
0: Next up, some other news. We do have a Box Presents this weekend. I think I'll have this out in time for it. Ronnie Martin is uh, on February 3rd. And if you're listening to this after that happened, that's okay. Because it'll be up on the Box Music Facebook page or the YouTube channel. But if you can catch on on February 3rd, it's going to be awesome. Ronnie Martin, of course, of Joy Electric and uh, many other musical
1: He's so cool. We saw him acts. this summer.
0: Yeah, super excited to talk to Ronnie. We were supposed to do it before it got postponed because of weather, although there is going to be crazy weather this weekend. I don't cool. think he's traveling this time. He was, like, stuck in the airport last time, so hopefully he's home and the power's on and everything works out okay. Yes. So that's exciting. There's other ones coming up. There's a whole list on the Pop Box Music Facebook page. Look for that event page on there if you want to join us for that. Other things that are exciting, we... Went to uh, Castle Park this last weekend. That was fun.
1: Yeah, we did. We brought Aunt Melissa.
0: That's right. My sister, Mimi, for her Christmas present. Yes. We brought her to Castle Park, and, you know, we have passes, but we got her in. We did miniature golf, and we rode the rides. Castle Park, we've talked about before, but in case you don't know, it's like a local amusement park to us here. The guy who started it, Bud Hurlbut worked for Disneyland, Worked, I think he did the train, or worked on the train for Disneyland, and then also did the log ride and the um, mine train ride at Knott's Berry Farm, amongst many other local amusement Mm -hmm. parks. And then he started his own, which is Castle Park. So, kind of cool history. And that whole trip we did this last summer, where we visited all the different amusement parks, the trolley parks across the country, was part of that same pass that we did.
1: Yeah, unit.
0: Anyway, it was fun going, but the crazy part is they have a dark ride there which we really like. It's called Ghost, Ghost Blasters. Blasters.
1: or Boo Blasters? I think it used to be
0: Boo Blasters, and they updated it. And they told us this was, like, the last weekend they're running it. So we're hoping they're just going to, like, refurb it or open it with a new theme. Because it's, like, a, I mean, it's not as old as, like, the Pretzel Dark Rise, but it has that feel, like the little lift hill that you, like, spiral up in the dark and stuff. It's right. very, like, antique feeling. Right. And I really hope that they don't, like, throw that away. Because... It's a super cool, unique thing there. So hopefully, but because of that, I think I wrote it like seven times. You wrote it like six times. I think the kids wrote it like nine times, just because yeah. we wanted to get our last rides in on it.
1: And you watched the little pre uh, pre show video. Yeah, we
0: watched the whole pre show video, like in a whole like watch the whole loop. Just you know, like it's just one of those unique things that a lot of, you know there's it's not anywhere else. So I hope that they do something cool with it.
1: It's really cool.
0: It was fun with Melissa. And miniature golf, the last time we played, I went came in first. This time, who won?
1: That was me. And let me tell you, I played like the game of my life. I got five under par.
0: Under par overall. And you beat Luke by 12 points. And I actually came in third. I think you beat me by like 16 points.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I just, I've spent a lot of time... In my life, putt-putting, it was, like, the thing I used to pick for, like, birthday, my big event, and um, I just needed last time to kind of get back in the swing of things.
0: It was, like, not the first time we've played. We also recently played. I know,
1: but, like, it... it- when we play with a lot of people, it's a little harder.
0: I like how you've got this whole thing for the one time you beat me in miniature golf. <laughs> I
1: mean, no, that's not true. I beat you in miniature golf before.
0: It's been a while.
1: I have the proof of my scrapbook.
0: All right.
1: Anyways, it was really fun and exciting for me to get so many holes in one.
0: You, like, really, really did play well. Yes. Because I didn't do badly, but you were just, like, off the charts. I yeah. couldn't believe it.
1: It was great. Great fun.
0: Very, very fun. It's
1: real funny, like, the amount of people that do not play putt-putt correctly when you go. Yeah. Like, it's just willy-nilly. Everybody doing their own thing. They keep they write it on the score sheet. It's like, why are you keeping score? Well, then they They're would, like, like not skip even around,
0: go out of order.
1: And sometimes they start playing on our hole when, like, we were at the, you know, it'd be a two-parter.
0: Yeah, they're and they're, playing
1: on the hole like don't pay attention. Like this is the same hole.
0: There wasn't any like super rude people, but there's just a lot of chaos going around.
1: Mm-hmm. That's why I liked it last time when,
0: when it, was it was just so us out there. Yeah,
1: nobody was playing but us.
0: It was great though, and the the course there is like handcrafted. This is not like just a something someone yeah. threw up there. You know, hazardly. it's like really, really cool, yeah. really nice, very well designed.
1: We have one more course to play.
0: But yeah, before, before our passes, our run passes
1: expire.
0: In March. 18 holes in miniature golf sounds like super fun, and it is, but it is tiring too.
1: It's a good workout. And we were at
0: the park for eight hours that day, and I think two and a half hours <laughs> of it was in miniature golf. And yeah. we were like beat after that, you know. Anyway, that was super fun. Some other interesting things. I mentioned this earlier, but I was a guest on a podcast. The Banned Book Podcast, known as Band Camp.
1: Uh-huh. So it's
0: spelled like something that would be Banned, B-A-N-N-E-D. Right. The Band Camp Podcast. And I'm on their season that's going right now. They're reading through Huckleberry Finn. And I did Chapter 30 with them. That's the easy way to find mine. So if you want to just listen to my episode, you can go to there's this current season huckleberry fan chapter 30 but if you want to like follow along with the whole you know book you got to go back to the beginning and hear it in order you can just start in the beginning of this season to catch up with that but i, I haven't actually gotten to listen to it yet you listened to it, it
1: already so phil, phil did his great filling.
0: it's definitely i mean like i think it was fun and funny but also you know a little more like intellectual conversation, you know, going on in there. So if you, if that sounds interesting, they're super nice. I like them a lot and should definitely check that out. We'll uh, post some links and stuff for sure. Yes. So the band camp is the podcast and uh, super cool. And if you remember, we had Dan and Jen on our show as interesting people a little while back. So yeah. that's the connection there. So very cool.
1: I like how Dan described our show.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was super funny with it. He
1: was like, it reminds him of when he sat around with his family, like his extended family, and everybody (laughs) told interesting stories, and he said it was like in a good way. Like, it just brings back those feelings.
0: That's good. I mean, I do feel like there's definitely other podcasts that are just people chatting about their lives, I guess, but not that much.
1: Yeah.
0: Not as much as, like, you would think there would be. Like, when I looked around and trying to find other people that just do what we do. I don't (laughs) know. It's unique. Is there someone... I'm sure there's others. I'm not saying we're the only ones to do it. But who else is just, like, a conversation about what's going on in their lives type of people? If you guys know any good shows, recommend them to us. Yeah. Maybe we'll, like, do a crossover with them. Yeah. So, let us know. Because mostly... I find a lot of podcasts, and this is probably, like, way better for marketing, and they probably have a bigger audience because they they're do have a specialized niche. in their, like, niche. But, like, I enjoy just hearing, like, people's, like, funny. You get to know the people and mm-hmm. stuff. You guys have gotten to know us over the years.
1: We've been doing it a long time. Yeah.
0: So, I think that's pretty cool. We want to get to know you, so write to us at mandarinorangeshow.gmail.com and tell us who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, we are also, we have a PSA, which is a public service announcement, and that is Don't Microwave Dry Noodles. Tell us about this, Janelle.
1: Well, I was making dinner tonight, and I was making these, like, chicken sausage sandwiches.
0: Super good.
1: But it's hard to multitask. I wanted to have like a little side of mac and cheese with them. So I was microwaving mac and cheese bowls on the last bowl. I forgot to put the water in. I at first thought I left the little cheese pouch in it. Yeah, no. It
0: started like smoking out of the microwave and I ran in. It was so
1: smoky. It
0: it smelled it's funny like it smelled a lot like when you burn popcorn. If you ever yeah. burn like a bag of popcorn and there was smoke just gushing out Billowing. of the microwave. I pulled it out and threw it into the sink and like you know, I just put it out. Like,
1: I was like, "What is this happening?"
0: I smell like a campfire right now. Like it was crazy. You
1: need to bathe. You said I probably
0: am definitely need to change my clothing. Anyway, don't do that. Make sure you put water in. Follow the instructions for cooking. And the reason that you got them is these were Tapatio macaroni and cheese. I think is that what it was.
1: Yeah, you weren't a fan.
0: No, I did not like it, and neither did the kids. You said it was okay.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to get them again. It's
0: weird, because I love Nobody Tapatio, and we've gotten all kinds of, like, different Tapatio you noodles really and really the
1: Tapatio products. But
0: Tapatio macaroni and cheese, not for me. Nothing Yeah, it came. was
1: like a Tapatio powder. Yeah. Inside, and then you just did regular, like, Velveeta-type cheese in it.
0: It was real, like, vinegary. I don't know. It had a weird aftertaste. See,
1: I like a vinegar-based product. Yeah, but you not in mac not and cheese, much.
0: though. That's just not mixed. I like it. It was weird. I but don't want to. I like
1: makoslas.
0: Yeah, you would. Like
1: some vinegar potato salad. Love me some vinegar. It isn't. That's a
0: no for me, dog. <laughs> well, anyway, don't do that. Don't microwave dry noodles. That's a good. Good life lesson. Janelle did a funny thing this week. It was actually last week. I meant to talk about it, and I totally forgot because Janelle made me laugh so hard. You guys all know that the basis of the title for this podcast, The Mandarian Orange Show, comes from Janelle's, shall we say, unique syntax. She likes to make up words and say them the way she wants to say them, and she's going to do it whether you like it or not. What? So, Mandarin Orange Show, that's the way that Janelle wants to say it. Well, this week, I was talking to Janelle. You are calling me at work, and you were telling me about something. I don't remember exactly the scenario, but something along the lines where you were telling me that your experience in this particular area. This isn't the first time that you've had something like this, so it wasn't as challenging for you. And mm-hmm. what you told me is, you said, "I'm no spring pig," mm-hmm. at when it comes to this. Yeah, I'm no spring pig. Is what I'm you no said. No spring pig. And I'm like, what's? I'm no spring pig. What do you think that means? And you're like, you know, it's not the first time I've done this. Like, I, I've done it a lot of times, so I know how it works. And I'm like. I think, first of all, the expression you were mixing up was, I'm no spring chicken. But I'm no spring chicken means I'm not young. It just means I'm old.
1: Well, I am.
0: But what you really meant to say was, it's not my first rodeo. But somehow, it's not my first rodeo mixed (laughs) with I'm not a spring chicken became I'm no spring pig.
1: I am no spring pig.
0: (laughs) And this is the funny thing. When we were having this conversation, a few minutes later... You use like what was the word that you said, something about you you were satiated when you had like enough food or something like that.
1: Oh yeah, and I used it correctly. Yeah, and you're like
0: oh, I just really feel like I satiated that desire. I, I don't remember what the context was, but you and I'm like so you just told me you were satiated. I feel like it started with a P. Something like that. Maybe that wasn't the right word, but it was...
1: was something like that,
0: though. Some, like, you know, larger vocabulary word that most (laughs) people wouldn't say. I'm like, you use that correctly, so you know know how to, like, say words right, and then you tell me you're no spring pig. Uh And you're like, yeah, it makes sense. That's definitely going to be one of the titles of this episode, is no spring pig. And finally, I guess this is going to pop up in a new segment, because today is, well, as of this recording, it's the end of January. And we're about to step into February. And as you all know, February is a very special time of year. And actually, this is a very, very special time of year. It's time for 29 in 29. 28, 28, 28,
1: 28, 28, 28, 28! Leap year,
0: baby! That's right. It's leap year, which means there are 29 days in February. And so for 29 days in February, we'll be exercising... For 29 minutes a day. At least. At least. Now, this is going to be challenging since we're doing some travel. So, some of the times I'm traveling, it may be...
1: You get our 10,000 steps You might be in. just getting
0: steps going to the airport or something <laughs> like that, sure. But that's our challenge. We're going to do it. It hasn't started yet, so I don't have any specifics to report. But I want to remind everyone it's 29 and 29. 29 minutes a day. For 29 days. And we'll be posting it. We usually post about that on Instagram. On Mandarin Orchard Instagram. That's Mm -hmm. probably where you're going to see it. Although we might put something on Facebook too or whatever. And we'll talk about our updates on the show. So if you guys participate and you want to share something fun you did for 29 minutes, that's great. A good thing to do. 29 minutes. You know, good TV episode. You can do some exercise while watching a TV episode. And that will cover you right there. Yeah. So that's fun to do stuff. That helps me.
1: There's a hiking path by a school I'm working at. Oh. And it goes along a wash. That's good. Probably can't do it in the rain. But Yeah, we're coming up to like
0: 10 days of rain here in Southern California or something like that. This is
1: not normal for us.
0: So it's going to be a lot of indoor exercise for the moment.
1: But we're going to do it. We really want to.
0: All right. So everyone... Let us know how your 2929 goes. We'll mm-hmm. be reporting back on that next episode. And speaking of letting us know things, we've got some listener mail.
1: You got mail? <gasps> From who? I don't even know about this.
0: All right. So this is in response to our question that we asked a bunch last week. And this is about comedy sequels.
1: Oh So,
0: listener to the show, and friend of mine, and also co-host of the Alex B. Keaton is My Friend <gasps> podcast, Key. and he wrote that he had some suggestions for comedy sequels that he thought might be good. He said, for a comedy sequel, what about Zoolander? He said, I don't know. Oh. I didn't love the first, so I never watched the second. But I have heard others say it was
1: okay. It was pretty good.
0: I disagree. I remember, like, actively disliking it. No? No. I, I did not enjoy the second one. Hmm. Now, I've only watched it once when it was in the theater, but I remember, like, ugh, this was not good.
1: Didn't they have a funny, like, a really funny, iconic moment, though?
0: No. Not that I... What was it?
1: I don't know. Something with... Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller being funny. mean, those are
0: the people that were in it.
1: And Will Ferrell. I, here, here's
0: one of the things that I do remember about it was that it was they retread a lot of the same comedy. And that's the problem with comedy sequels is they just, a lot of times they fall He's into copy. that, just do the same joke in a slightly different way or refer back to the old jokes. And I remember that one did it really bad. Another series that did that a lot is Austin Powers. Yeah. Although I feel like there was some, you know, there was some merit to the Austin mm-hmm. Powers sequels. There's definitely some funny stuff. Gold, gold, what was it? Gold Member was the third one. Yeah. There was some funny stuff. There's definitely moments in those.
1: There's moments in each one.
0: But like they all, and that's my point. Not that you can't have a comedy sequel that's somewhat good, but that it's never going to be as good as the original, and usually it points back to the original. Right. And I would venture to say, like, if you had never watched the first Awesome Powers, and you just watched the second one, you'd probably like it more, because a lot of the jokes will feel fresh, because you hadn't seen them already. Right. But if you've already seen the first one, a lot of the stuff is like, oh, it's the same joke they just did. You know? Yeah. And comedy, a lot of comedy comes from being surprised, you know? Right. So, that's tough. I I do love the first Zoolander. I think it's great. And I really didn't like the second one. I could revisit it at some point, perhaps, but I remember not enjoying it a lot. Not
1: being a fan.
0: Okay, then he said, what about Ace Ventura When Nature Calls? Now, again, I have not seen this in a long time, but I do remember liking that a lot when it came out. Do you remember that one at all?
1: Uh, No, I don't.
0: I, I, I don't think I liked it's it. It's not fresh in my mind enough. I don't know. Like, it's been... I probably haven't seen it since it came out. The
1: one was pretty iconic.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I haven't watched that one in a long time either, though. So, I don't know. I mean, I know, like, parts... I know the first one fairly well. Yeah. But the second one, like, I feel like I liked it. But I don't know. So, that would be an interesting one to look at, for sure. Interesting, though, with that one. So, remember what I said is kind of, like, it's tough when there's, like, a a plot that they have to follow. Right. But that one kind of does lend itself because he solves mysteries, right? Right. So you so have the like... potential for a new story with a new setting right. and new opportunity for jokes because, because of the nature of the story. So that is like something that definitely could work, right? Interesting. But I don't know. It's been so long I don't remember that one. Um, Then he said, Anchorman 2, I seem to remember liking those okay. Actually, I do remember liking Anchorman 2. We saw that in the theater. Yeah. But I also do remember it having a lot of the remember this joke we made last time type of thing. So, but I feel like we enjoyed that one. Yeah. I remember, again, I haven't seen that since we saw it in the theater. So, yeah, there's some good examples there. So, thank you so much.
1: Yay! for writing
0: in. I think those are good suggestions. Those are good. And yeah, I mean, it's just tough. I mean, the fact that it takes that much to come up with some maybe answers
1: just <laughs> that shows that it hard is hard to make it's good tough ones. to
0: make a good comedy sequel. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it's impossible. Doesn't mean there's not a few examples out there, but yeah, that's tough. Yeah. So interesting. Very thank you for writing, Keith. Once thank again, you, Keith. Dear listeners, be like Keith. Write to us at mandarinornshow at gmail.com or send us a message on Facebook or Instagram or wherever you want. All right, moving right along. It's time to go to movies. Get it? Movie time? Uh. Moving right along?
1: (laughs) Movie
0: time.
1: We didn't have much this week.
0: No, we talked about movies last time, but just real quick, we got to tell them what we saw this week.
1: We watched, on DVD, Aquaman.
0: That's right. Why did we watch Aquaman? We it was on streaming. streaming. But Sorry. What?
1: Well, the new movie's out.
0: Well, it came out in like December or whatever. And the kids
1: <laughs> had never seen it.
0: And my parents wanted to go see a movie. Yeah.
1: And that was the movie that was playing at the right time. So we made a plan with enough time that we could watch it.
0: There's been kind of a little bit of a movie drought. We've seen all the movies that are out that are remotely in Yeah.
1: And we have our Lux Cinema's Passes, so we can go to a movie a day for free, but there's just not enough movies that we want to see.
0: We are going to go see Argyle this week. So we I'm are. excited to see that. Me too. That'd be fun. So we and saw our Aquaman at home, first of all. Yeah. What did you think? I mean, we'd seen that in the theater, but the kids hadn't seen it. What would you think?
1: I thought that it was a little long. Definitely. But overall, I'd give it a solid, like, 7 out of 10.
0: Yeah, I think that's a fair... It's definitely, for me, one of the stronger DC universe movies. And, yeah, it's fun. Like, Jason Momoa is a fun fun performer, you know. It is funny... I didn't realize the first time, and because Amber Heard has been in the news more... So much. I kind of paid more attention to her acting, and she's She's probably... She's
1: a smell-the-fart actor. Yeah, it was... A lot of like looking and staring and lifting her nose.
0: To be fair, I mean, outside of her, you know, uh, scandals in the media, like there's a lot of acting against the green screen. I'm not saying I could do any better, you know, but it was, there's definitely some weaker performance. Jason Momoa is the star of that movie and he yeah. does it. Although Patrick Wilson's pretty great too. Um, I don't know what the name of the actor who does Black Manta, but he didn't get to do a whole lot in that movie. Yeah. Although, spoiler alert, he's in the second one, and I I thought he was really good in the second one. Yeah. Should probably look to see what his name is, but I didn't, so. So, what did you think of the second one that we saw in the theater?
1: The second one was fun.
0: It was shorter, which was nice. It
1: was shorter. It was fun. It was, you know, just watching him back to back was fun. Yeah. And I really liked. The brother dynamic this time between Patrick Wilson and Jason Momoa's characters. So, as the Aqua people. The
0: Aqua... Well, our theory, because we also watched an episode of the Aquaman cartoon with the kids, just Mm -hmm. because it popped up when we had it on streaming. I'm like, oh, I remember this one when I was a kid, and let's see what it was like. And it's so hokey. I mean, like, I saw reruns of it as a kid, you know, all those old shows. Yeah,
1: they have a... Sea lion? A
0: pet walrus, because his name is Tusky. A well,
1: walrus seems
0: That he, like, always gets in trouble, and, and he's then... he's
1: so dumb. Like, he's not a smart walrus.
0: And then he rides around. This is pretty great. If you didn't catch this, I mean, here's a real obscure. You know, those old cheap animations, like superhero ones, they reuse, like, every... Every frame is, like, reused over and over and over <laughs> again. So, like, he in the cartoon, Aquaman, although they call him Aquaman. The whole Aquaman. show is called Aquaman. And then his sidekick is Aqualad, which I think that's who Patrick Wilson maybe is supposed to be. <laughs> I'm not sure though. I don't know. But he rides around on, like, a big seahorse. Right. And I think his name is Turbo or something like
1: that. Right.
0: I can't remember for sure. But anyway, there's this same animation that he rides. They show it over and over again where it kind of, like, shakes its head. In the episode we watched, they probably showed that animation like six or seven times. And they had a shot in the second movie where he's riding his the seahorse. And it's like a big giant seahorse, you know. And he does the head shake, like exactly like the animation. And <laughs> there's no question it was on purpose. Because they show that over and over and over again in the cartoon. And we were so much so that we were like laughing about the thing. And then they did it in the movie. And we were like, oh, they did it. So... That was kind of fun. There were some fun moments in it.
1: Yeah, it was definitely fun.
0: Alright, that's movie time. We're flying through here. And we're going to go into Couch Potato Corner.
1: Couch Potato Corner. The CPC. We do have a lot to catch up on. We're just going to fly through do these. rapid fire. Because
0: we didn't do them last time so we had a lot. But there's a few things we want to point out. So I'm just going to rapid fire through them. First of all... We are caught up in Bob's Burgers. So love that that show got renewed. It's great. We watched Lego Masters Australia Season 2 and 3 and the US one and the Christmas special. A
1: lot of Lego Masters. A lot of Lego everybody. Masters.
0: All great. Super fun. Watched a lot of Impractical Jokers in hotels in order to get ready for our Impractical Jokers live. Also Hilarious. Fun. We watched Freaks and Geeks with the kids. This was monumental. This is
1: monumental.
0: So fun because... They're teenagers now, and they we're like, "This is the time," and they loved it, and it was well, so good.
1: I will tell you, it's very interesting because Luke, Luke is very careful about what he watches, which I love. Yes, I love this about him. He he doesn't like a lot of bad language. He doesn't like violence. He doesn't like any innuendo. Right. And after the first episode. I knew he loved it, because he asked to watch another episode.
0: Yeah, he, like, kept on and watch more and more, so...
1: And there were a couple episodes we skipped. No, just that, one. Just one? Just one. We just skipped one episode that was probably, we'll wait a couple years to watch.
0: Yeah, a little more, you know... <laughs> you know uh, older. Older <laughs> audience, yeah.
1: But... They loved it so much. They get all our jokes now and our comments and our quotes. And we have a poster on our wall of Freaks and Geeks. And they like to look at it now. And they know all the characters. Well, and
0: every actor, like, they know them from some other thing. Because every actor in that show mm. went on to do something amazing. Whether yeah. acting or behind the scenes. So, that was really so, fun.
1: It was really fun to show the kids one of our favorite It was great. Shows and they the
0: loved world. it. We watched Pete and Pete on My Emperor for a Day, which we didn't even mention I had an Emperor for a Day in there. You did. I also just earned another one. What did I do that I earned another one from?
1: You, we looked over your achievements. Yeah, I did one of
0: my achievements. And you. I can't remember what I did now. Maybe
1: you guessed it on a podcast.
0: No, that didn't count yet. But now it does, so I do get another one.
1: I thought that was the one, though.
0: No, because it hadn't aired yet, and we said I don't get it until Until it actually gets released. It was like I read a book or something. I finished a project or something. I don't know. I don't, We'll have to go look at it. But I, I earned one for your thing. another one. So, no, we have
1: to book out way in advance now that we're busy people. I know. Again. It's a
0: crazy schedule. So. So we watched Pete and Pete on that day. We also, you and I watched The After Party, which is an Apple TV one, right?
1: Yeah, we're still not done because it's hard for me to watch shows. I know. <laughs> during the week. But we watched
0: the first season, and then we're, like, mostly through the second season.
1: I really like it, because it's, like, we're really on a kick of, like, It.
0: Yeah, and it's very much, like, a whodunit style, but it's great, because each episode is from a different well, character's perspective, different. and it's told in, like, a different genre, like, movie genre style.
1: And season two, they had a Jane Austen one. They did.
0: It was great. So many great people. Sam Richardson is, like, kind of the main star. Tiffany Haddish. Yes. She's super great. And lots of other people. Dave Franco. Ben Schwartz. So many great people throughout the the series. So anyway, it's definitely, you know, for...
1: Ken Jeong.
0: Adult audiences. Oh, yeah. Dr. Ken. (laughs) You know, there's language and stuff. But it's super good. If you want a good whodunit series...
1: We really have not found anything bad on Apple TV. No, it's
0: all been good, it's but it's free, not a lot of family material. Though.
1: Yeah, but if you want some good, you know, entertainment for the parents, it's yeah. definitely the one.
0: Alright, other stuff. We're caught up on AFV and SNL, our acronym shows. Mm-hmm. We watched the Percy Jackson show on Percy Jackson show on Disney+. Plus.
1: Yes. Audrey is a fanatic about fantasy.
0: Yeah, she loved the series. read them all. She read them
1: all. So, like, when a Disney Plus show about her genre comes out, she's very excited. And I enjoyed it. Well,
0: and compared to... Because we watched the movies that came out a few years ago, and those were, like...
1: Terrible. Not good.
0: Did not like those. But because they really strayed far from the book and the series, although it takes some liberties, as any adaptation will... Really stuck to the spirit of the of the books and like pretty well stuck to the plot of it too. And so it was just really good. Super liked that. Enjoyed enjoyed it a lot. Also on Disney Plus we've been watching Behind the Attraction, which is about Disney rides and attractions. Super cool.
1: I really like that one.
0: That's like way better than I thought it might have been, like very well told. Yeah, I
1: thought it was gonna be like
0: kind of dry just a corporate
1: dry and it's funny.
0: It's fun and funny, like really well edited and super fun.
1: And I've learned stuff I
0: didn't know. So, Not a
1: lot, but
0: yeah, so. but just it's still fun storytelling, even if you know it. If you enjoy things like Defunct Land on YouTube, you know, watching Which about has, stuff you
1: know we love, we
0: love that still. And this is just it's like that, but with the added benefit of the you know inside perspective. Because and
1: come on, Defunct Land, he only puts videos out every several months.
0: Yeah, so we're very excited for when he does. And they're it. always
1: masterpieces.
0: Then, also on Disney+, Plus, we've been watching What If, the new season of Marvel What If. I mean, it's been out for a little bit, but we're still watching it with the kids. Yes. You've been enjoying that one?
1: I have. Been okay. It's
0: animated, so we all know how you feel about it. But there's been some... I really have enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Right? More than that, though, the one that I watched that you guys haven't watched... It's because it's like TVMA, so the kids didn't watch it. But Echo on disney plus it's mm-hmm. the new marvel one and it's she was introduced the character is introduced in the hawkeye tv show she works for kingpin she's like a native american girl i think in the in the show she's choctaw although i'm pretty sure in the comics she's a different tribe but in choctaw on the show she has she's deaf And she has in the show, she has a a prosthetic because she's her one of her legs is, is missing. And she is the most awesome, like, tough fighter, super cool actress. Like, I'm telling you, this show is so good. I like bawled through the whole thing one day. You called me, like, in the yeah, middle. Was, like, I, I was watching, because I was watching, like, a show, and I'm having my lunch in I'm the like, middle what's of the day.
1: Wrong? And I was, like,
0: crying, like, so I couldn't get, and Janelle called right in the middle. It, it's just so, it's beautiful. It is. And it's, it is TVMA for some violent parts, especially in the first episode, but, like, <laughs> it's not like it's definitely the tamer there's like i think there's only like one bad word in the whole series like mm-hmm. way less i would put it less than like uh falcon the winter soldier like i feel like this isn't even as much as that like that one should have been tv well you AM. have
1: said that you want us and the kids to watch it and that it's really yeah there's a bad. couple
0: of moments like in a couple of things like especially in the first episode away. where there's some like, you know, pretty violent Or You'll stuff. fall
1: asleep and then we have to,
0: but it's, it. it is beautiful. It's just so well done. And I want to talk to someone about it because it's just so good. Like it just, it's beautiful. And it, it dresses like all these different communities that she's a part of because she's, you know, has her native tribe family that she's a part of. And then she's got the deaf community that she's a part of and where that over overlaps, but that, None of those things keep her from being like this amazing mm-hmm. sort of anti-hero type of thing. You just got to see it. It's so good. It's so good. Plus, Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin is like, oh my gosh, he's amazing. It's so good.
1: It's so is he the one that got like a lobotomy in the show we watched?
0: Maybe I don't know what you're talking about.
1: I don't know. I. I think Vincent did not... He was Thor in body. Adventures in
0: Babysitting. That's all you need to know.
1: Oh, yeah. He was great in that.
0: All right. Well, anyway, that's that one's fantastic. But the main show, the show that we've all been watching that is, like, must-see TV each week, you guys, the best new game show on television, hosted by Rob Lowe, it's called The Floor. This... Is like, prime time. You guys
1: gotta watch it.
0: It's so good, and I want other people to talk with us about it, too. And it's really funny, but it's also just, like, one of the best... It's such a simple concept for, like, a kind of trivia-based game show, but it's, like, really fun. It's really got...
1: engaging, and it has the same contestants for the whole season. Yeah. So you get to know them.
0: It's like if you mix Jeopardy and Risk. But it's not really Jeopardy. What's the... I don't know ten thousand dollar pyramid. What's the thing where you say yeah, things like that? Ten
1: thousand dollar pyramid
0: because they have to like idea. say a lot of things in the category. I don't know, whatever it is, it's just kind of like a taboo. Yeah, well, taboo. Yeah, that's absolutely no, 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 but that's different too. Like outburst, outburst.
1: outburst. outburst. It's
0: kind of like outburst.
1: It's so good, and we love it. We can't wait each week for it to come out.
0: It's so good. So definitely catch up on the floor. There's only, like, four episodes out, and I think it's a 10-episode series for the whole thing, so super, super like that. That's Couch Potato Corner. Now, keep in mind, this is the TV that we've watched since, like, I don't know. I think the last time we did this was the beginning of December. So, we're talking about like over two months of vacation. Yeah, we didn't
1: all do this in a week. uh,
0: Over two months of vacation TV. Like, this is not. Yeah, right. So, I don't want you to worry. And I'm
1: sure there's stuff we forgot.
0: Probably. But, you know, when we're on break for two and a half weeks. And, you know, two months worth of like weekends and things. Like, it accumulates (laughs) quite a bit. We haven't talked. I don't think we talked about it even in the more recent episodes. Because we run out of time. And speaking of that. We've run out of time tonight because we also have fiction books to talk about. We've got board Board games to talk about. We've got, what else did I say? Oh, video games to talk about. And we've run out of time for those things on this episode because we are playing so much catch up. Yeah. We're going to get to those things in our next episode. And we love that you guys are joining us on our 2024 journey. Yes. Through the Mandarian Orange Show. As we Show. do the
1: 29 and 29 in 24, 20, 2024, That's not 24, right.
0: 24. <laughs> and as we approach 250 episodes, we're almost there.
1: Surreal accomplishment.
0: Well, thank you guys all for listening. Please don't forget to write to us at mandarianorangeshow at gmail.com. And Janelle, thank you for co-hosting with me on the couch.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: It's always good for you to be had. (laughs) (laughs) And that's going to do it. So for the Mandarin Orange Show, I'm Phil.
1: And I'm Janelle.
0: And we talk so you don't have to.
1: Speak up. Speak up.